second attempt on intro because first one wasn't funny. <gasps> no, say something funny. Don't make me delete this one also. <laughs> Wait, did you also restart it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you deleted that? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was good. That was the best thing I've ever done in my life. Again, man. Let's check it when I do a run now. Check it, do it again. Pretend we're starting just now. <laughs> Dang it. I can never get past this level. <laughs> do a uh, Mario falling in uh, lava. Can you do that? <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that on mic, bro. That was they amazing. They heard that. They definitely heard yeah, that. Yeah, but do like right into the mic. No, yeah, no, 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 mic. Too yeah you have to. That's too much. That was yeah. amazing. They yeah. definitely heard that. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever done that. Mario. I don't know. What does Yoshi say? Yoshi. Oh, Man. Yoshi. I don't know. Oh yeah, he does he do that. His, he sticks his tongue out. Oh wait, no, because yeah, they, they stick out and they grab the thing with the tongue. Goes, blah, blah, blah. Why are you so good at that? Oh my gosh. Built different. He wasn't very good at the game, so he fell in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Ooh, dude, burned. You play yeah. that thing on the Wii, it's hard. <laughs> I know. Fair enough. Especially fair enough. like halfway through, it's like, how about your Wii remote? And you're like, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep playing. playing. I got this. How about you go outside and take a break? <laughs> no, I'm not taking yeah. a break. <laughs> I got to get to the pro level. All right. So do you, are you guys... I'm. Everyone's played uh, Mario Kart, right? So everyone's familiar with yeah. Wario and uh, Waluigi, right? Waluigi? Wario and Waligi. Waligi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Speaking Sporadically. Okay, continue. Hey, yo. Thank you. Episode 45. Yeah, this is Speaking Sporadically. Episode 45. No, 45. Five. 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 We made a backup, but we haven't released it. Whatever episode this is, welcome back to Speaking Sporadically. <laughs> continue with the story. Okay. So everyone is familiar with Waluigi and Wario, right? From Mario Wa-Luigi. Kart. Waluigi. What's Mario Kart? Okay. <laughs> okay. So Trey's out of this conversation, <laughs> I guess. Um, oh, Box up welcome back, Trey Ranley. Yeah. It's yeah. been it a minute. It's been a minute. It's 45. I'm so glad to have you back. Anyways, so Wario. Did you know they made a game for Wario alone? Really? So they have Mario, right? Classic. Yep. They have Walu- er, Luigi's Mansion, right? Fun. Classic. They have one for Wario. And it's basically the same as Mario, except Wario is like the anti-Mario. So he's like evil and like greedy. So the whole premise is Mario, except um, he like steals coins and stuff like that. But he's like, I don't know. It's so hard. I had it forever. It's just on, like, the classic Wii. Okay. It's like, they knew since it was, like, evil Mario, they just had to, like, I don't know, man. These developers knew what they were doing. They did it well. The classic Wii will never be beaten, dude. No, it won't. Trey is currently trying to take the top of his can of brisk off. Yeah, because it got froze. It's frozen solid. Out in the cabin. Welcome back to the cabin, too. Yeah. yeah. We are back to the cabin. It's been a couple weeks. Is this now our old stomping grounds? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I can't believe you. We're moving on. Um, a pretty eventful winter weekend, at least for me and Luke. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for all of Ohio. You want to go first? For all of Ohio. I'd assume it's going to be shorter. There's a much yeah, I'll let you go first. Team. Don't worry. Listeners, we'll get to that. It'll yeah. come around. It'll yeah. come around. Right. I mean, you can just leave. I mean, me? these three. Yeah. What do you mean? I got a winner story. Oh, the you guys don't oh. want to hear me detail the best day of my life. Yeah, I'll leave for that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, that's sad. I want to hear about Luke's How's best that the best day of your life? It's happened I, like. I love them, dude. It's fine. Because we're diehards. I'm, saying, I'm a diehard. I would, you wouldn't I'm, understand. I'm, You're not I wish I would. I've experienced it twice in my life. So then why <laughs> did you ask? <laughs> it wasn't the best day of my life. So you're not a diehard. Not a diehard. I am. Whatever, whatever. I'm sticking on with my winter story. So this weekend, I had a good old skiing trip. Great time. Um, Really like skiing. We usually try to do it at least once a year. Try to think of anything fun that went on. Uh, We were, I think we're actually pretty good. Like, I was impressed with, I think, how much each of us were, like, coming along. Like, compared to our first time where, like, we had to fall down at the end every time to stop, you know? Because the skiing, it's kind of hard to slow down if you haven't done before. So we were falling down on our butts every time we slow down. I didn't. I fell down one time because. Okay, <clears throat> so the reason I fell down is a bunch of other people fell down and it came a cluster. It was really dumb how they set it up. So to get to the lift, right? You go up to the top of your lift and you go to the top of the mountain. You guys the are falling down on the lift? No, 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 okay. no. At the top of the mountain, there's like eight different routes you can take like the top of the mountain and it's it spreads out from there you know it it Mm. uh branches out and you could take so many different routes down the mountain that vary from length to speed yeah like some are like straight tricks and stuff yeah there's there's a a part where you can go down it's just a bunch of jumps i guess designed for you to get a bunch of air 
Um, we did a few different routes that weren't too bad. But all at the end, they all converged and all funneled down to a spot where there was fenced besides a four-foot little path. Oh. So, like, if they didn't have the fence there, it wouldn't be bad because it would probably be, like, I don't know, I'm not going to estimate it, you know, like 40 meters. But they had fence on both sides so that it literally the only opening to go through the end and, like, get back onto the lift, four feet. So, like, the pro slopes and the beginner slopes all kind of converging? Most. The beginning ones had their own. But, like like I said, the bit, the main mountain and the main, like, lift, that is, like, eight different routes, it all converges down into a little four-foot path. It was the dumbest thing ever. I had no idea why. And so, you know what it is? It's the government trying to get everybody to get COVID because they're all next to each other. Well, I don't think the government is running this. It's, just, it's just about the birds, man. It's a privately it's owned the, business. It's the same okay, as the birds. Okay, whatever, I'm moving on. That's off. what they want you to think. But um, That was a joke, by the way. So at one point, I was going down, and a few friends, my, a few of my friends already went in front of me. And like it, it just got clustered. There were people sitting there, couldn't get through. There was one or two people sitting there. And how I go, I go through is like, I'm still cruising. Like, I've... We, the, the first four times we go through, I'm still cruising because the lift is another 50 meters behind this path. So you go through this path, and then you have to keep going another 50 meters. And it's really hard to move with skis if you're not downhill because it's all arms, and it's literally like dragging yourself up a hill. Like imagine you're like climbing a hill but with only your arms. It, it, it's bad. So I usually go through that with a decent amount of speed. And also this hill I'm coming down, like there's not enough time for me to slow down. I keep going, and like it's clustered. There's people falling down because they do the same thing. They can't stop in time. They're going to hit people. So this funnel is all blocked up at the bottom. I'm coming in with decent speed, and I tried to slow it down. Like, I'm not slowing down. So then I just went to my butt. It wasn't like a wipeout. I didn't wipe out, but I'm just like, yep, I got to go this down to slow down. Should have done the hero thing. Take What's out that? the fence. <laughs> they did. They oh. did. After this run, I turn around, and I literally saw, like, half the fence was blown down and people just started cruising over it because you could tell people got tired of it i'm like thank goodness like literally the because it was like one of those uh orange yeah fence, that's what i had in mind but it was it was the yellow but it was the same the mesh yeah it was like a mesh and it was held up by poles so if you smash it over it'll just be flat on the ground so a few people just finally took it down i think just like random skiers like not people that work there <laughs> and people just started going over it because like it was the dumbest thing ever and then it got better after that because it was a little bit wider of a gap um, I don't know. I know. I, actually, I think I talked about uh, the whole resort on that one pod that got deleted because we had the audio issues. Yeah. So, yeah, we actually had a guest on, um, Jet, who you skied with. Mm-hmm. We had him on. We had a really good segment talking about skiing, like, not after a trip they went, but, you know, th- talking about their past trips. And, yeah, that whole segment got corrupted or we lost the whole it pod. I think it was a full yeah, hour. So, yeah, you guys never heard that, but, yeah. I'm not going to re-explain it, honestly. All of it was is it was it's a really cool vibe there. A lot of cool people or whatever. So, like, you, you just have so much fun there. And something that me and my – we would all – we love to mus- mess around with people. Like, that's the best thing. Like, we would purposely ski in, like, big crowds. And we'd be like – we said this probably at least 20 times. Let's have a good practice for the Olympics nec- next week, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got to get ready for Tokyo. Oh, and we're yeah. like, I don't think – the winter olympics are in tokyo this year but whatever <laughs> like yep part of the olympic team here hey and then we would like look at people and give them a nod and be like team usa and point at ourselves and it was so funny <laughs> it was such a great time uh we got a cool picture with like us and then the mountains behind us that's all seven different times <laughs> yes sir all the jerseys on yeah, yeah so we all cool. wear jerseys so we can identify ourselves and like it's so it's easy to see because if you're sliding down and everyone has like you know a bright colored jersey you'd be like oh there's them because sometimes you get split up but uh derek who we went, one guy we went with he had the coolest and like at first he probably thought we were joking or like a few of us were making fun of him because he had like this jumpsuit it was a blue and red jumpsuit and he said it was from his grandpa who was actually like my great grandpa when he owned a gas station that's what he'd wear in the winters because it was like bright blue and had like red so you know like gas station colors so he said he wore that but it was like in prime condition it was it it looked great and it fit him because he's really tall so it's hard for him to find uh things that fit but he put it on and it was the swaggiest thing ever like it looked really retro retro 80s and 90s what i thought it was because i saw i saw the picture you guys took i saw all the other jerseys i thought it was like some really cool bill's jumpsuit 
No. It, that's just yeah. what it looked it like. It was Bill's theme color. Like yeah. yeah. It was bright colors. I just thought it might have had something on the back. Yeah. It had a huge disco vibe. Yes. That's it what was I like thought. 80s it was retro. Sick. Disco I was wondering where he got that I was that thinking from. more yes. like yeah. 70s disco. Probably. But at first, he probably thought we were kidding him and like, oh, dude, wear that, Derek, because it looks dumb. But I actually thought it was sick. Like, I think it. Imagine if all five of us had those, but like different colors, obviously. Yeah. Just rolling around and oh, blue or red, coolest green, thing ever. Yellow, yeah, like, uh, I think you're a from yellow TV and like a purple one. Oh, it would be so cool. Did you guys hear Trey? No. Throw Team USA. Yeah, you guys would actually seem like <laughs> yeah, you're from Team USA then. <laughs> oh, so funny. So Team USA into the back of it. Oh my gosh. But really yeah. get into it. What's like the time frame from like, like how often do you get to go down the slope? Um. <sighs> It it the time flies because I th- I feel like we're on the slopes longer than we think we are. But like I would say I probably went down like a mountain, probably like at least a dozen times, like twelve to fifteen. How long probably does it take to go up the mountain? Yeah, I'm that's saying, what. Like, what's the whole trip? I I don't up, know the down. actual time, but it must be longer than I think because time flies. Like we would go down because obviously you have to wait in line a little bit to get on the lift because it's pretty packed there. You'd go, sit down, get on the lift. The lift would take you up. And, you know, it'd be a decent trip. And then you'd get off at the end. You slide. And at the end, you usually wait for your other people. You sit at the top of the slope. You get ready. Snowboarders have to hook up their one uh, boot because they're not double-strapped up the whole time. They have one foot out. So then they sit up there. They redo it. We we get, it, we get you know, we wait for them. We get ready. And then we finally go down. We ski down. And we ski back right back to the lift, basically. But, like, I thought, like, the whole thing would feel like 10 minutes, but it's probably more like a, a half hour. Because if we only did it a dozen times, we were there for, like, six hours. Yeah. Like, it, it flies. How did you guys get there? Because it was dark in your yeah. picture. And it closed at 9. It, oh, really? That's another thing. So, we left, like, a little before 3, got there, like, I think, like, 3.30, you know, a little before 4. And no lines to get the tickets and stuff, so we were sloping right away. It was beautiful. No wait. But, um... Yeah, they changed the hours, so it ends at 9, which is actually really early. But in Ohio, in the winter, it gets dark early. So by, like, 6 o'clock, it was dark. Like, I would say the majority of the time we were there, I would consider it dark. Yeah. But they used to do it till midnight. Every Friday night, they would have it. What would they call it? Midnight Madness. They call it Midnight Madness. (laughs) And they would, Midnight Madness. And it would be the coolest thing because all the people there, you know, were, like, older Older than, like, 16, but still, like, younger than 30. You know, all in the late teens, like, 20s. And it'd just be a, a bunch of cool people you could talk with and whatever and meet new people. And till midnight, you'd go all night. And then you'd drive home super late. But I'm glad. At the same time, I'm kind of glad it didn't go till 12 because none of us could have. Yeah, By you, start, 9 you start getting sore. Next day, I was sore. I was tired by then. Because it didn't help that it was so cold. And after you're outside for hours... Soon your clothes and body heat lose. So, like, my toes and fingers were numb. I could not, I was literally the last slope. I was struggling to hold on to my poles. Like, I was trying so hard, but my hands are so tired, so cold, so sore that I literally could not have enough strength to hold on to the pole. So, it was, you definitely had to try a lot harder going down. And, it, like, by the end, it got more painful. And, like, I don't think I could have done another. Mm, Three yeah. more trips. I think I've if I tried my hardest, I could have got like two more ups and downs, probably. But like after that, I, I was I was gas. So by nine o'clock, we were all ready, and we had a good time. But it still went by so fast. Like how it usually does. Crazy. All trips like that always go fast. Yeah, that's about all I got though. Pretty normal trip went well. Well, I'm the only other one who did anything outside winter this weekend. And I've been gone for a while, and I am very tired. You know, <laughs> I thought about shoveling my driveway. And then you didn't. I'm <laughs> no, proud of you. I didn't need shoveled. Oh, okay. It's going to need shoveled on Thursday, but... Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> Anyways, so this weekend, it was... Well, it's not. It's my mom and dad's 25th wedding anniversary on Wednesday. Congratulations. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it's the second. That sounds right. And for their honeymoon back in 1997, Dad bought a pair of snow wheels. He already had one, but he bought Mom one pretty much to match his own that he had. And they went to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And if you don't know, Michigan has the Lower Peninsula, which is closer to us, 
obviously. And then there's the Upper Peninsula, which is like connected to Wisconsin. 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 So they went to the Upper Peninsula of uh, Michigan for their honeymoon. And they went to Munising. They stayed in Munising and pretty much rode snowmobiles for a week as their honeymoon. And they used to do that as like dates and stuff like that. Mom would just kind of hold on to the back and they would go run around to bars around here. (laughs) But so they went and did it for their honeymoon. So dad was like this year come up. He's like, you know, I want to want to go back to the Upper Peninsula. We haven't been there since I was like 11. I was in like fourth grade. I got a snowmobile for Christmas. And this thing's like from 89, 90-ish. A little 400cc putzer. And we putzed around. That's a whole other story for a whole other time. We're talking about this story. So Thursday morning, we're leaving. It's 6 a.m. We're leaving the driveway. It's tired. I'm tired. I'm still tired. We went out the night before, and I was still tired. Uh, And I couldn't sleep. I can't sleep in a moving car. I don't know what it is. Moving vehicles, I just can't sleep. So I that am is up. Definitely a skill. You and this learn. is yeah. And this is a, an eight-hour drive with good weather, which we're get we'll get to with good weather. This is an eight-hour drive to get to Newberry, Michigan, where we stayed. Eight hours. So you know we're doing we're doing good. We're like six hours into the journey. We'd stop for gas once. I think we just got done with our lunch stop. Had some Arby's. Got some gas. And it was we were on a, on the move again. And my dad's friend came with us, which is mom's first cousin. So I'm not sure how that works, but I call him uncle. <laughs> what? What I are you laughing at, Trey? Just funny. I don't <laughs> think it's right. That's just like I, I've like always cousins. called him. Uh, for what it's worth, I've always called him Uncle Randy. So it's just how it is. I have. I have my dad's first cousin. I have the same thing. I pretty much call him uncle, and I called him my first cousins. It's close. It's close enough for me. Yeah. But. <laughs> So, but we keep going, and I knew we were, we they were supposed to get snow through there on Thursday. So That's we good for oh. the things that you need to yeah drive. yeah oh, yeah damn yeah, really right you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're still driving we're still in the lower peninsula so if you look at a map we are still south of Gaylord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yep, no, that's the name of a pretty big town to up there. <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> Yeah, Lord, Lord, <laughs> go on. They still go by that and then hierarchy <laughs> of lords. Oh my God. What is this? A feudal system? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So we're driving, we're going along, doing our thing. We have our snowmobiles behind us. We're going, and it starts snowing, and I mean, big flakes coming down hard, like, like dark snow. blue. Yeah, it's real good snow, but not like crappy snow. It was good snow. I, and I all of a sudden, the interstate, nice an interstate, I-75, goes from two lanes of full-speed traffic, cuts down to one lane, pretty much, because no one was driving in the left lane, of just two trails, two tire marks. And we keep going, and <laughs> we come up to a corner, and all we see is this guy. He had his enclosed four-place snowmobile trailer and his truck, and they were facing towards us, and they were in the ditch. He had sunk his truck. He had spun out on this corner. And he put his. He did a whole thing. Is he did a whole one eighty? He's going north. His truck and everything was facing south, and he had put it. He pretty much tried to save it. The whole thing swung out behind him, and he ended up in the ditch yet hmm. with his whole truck and trailer. And it only it looked. His truck looked okay. I wish I would have got a picture of it, but it happened so suddenly. I just got into the front seat. So you watched that happen? We didn't watch it happen, uh, but like we came results. up on it, and he was like already in the ditch, and it was like. Nice. <laughs> but let me tell you, not half a mile later, we were coming out of the corner and we were getting back into the gas a little bit because, you know, it didn't look that bad. And all of a sudden you feel the back end just go, woo, <laughs> a little swing. <laughs> Give her a little swing. She swung out a little bit and Randy was driving. And all of a sudden he slowed, woo. He gets it back under control. She's nice. Gets it back under control and all of a sudden we're driving 30. <laughs> On the interstate. Yeah, and I'm then a, all of I'm a sudden, slow it down a little bit. <laughs> and then he saw the truck behind us. And this was like a 90s like F-150. So it's not like a nice truck at all. They do the same thing. And all of a sudden, you see him get over, slow way down, and just followed him. And pretty much we did that all the way over the bridge. And if you don't know, there's a big bridge that connects the lower half and the upper half. It's called the Mackinac Bridge. And yeah, we pretty much drove that all the way over. And Is that the bridge you sent us the video of? 
Yeah. Very and cool. you can see there's pretty cool pictures. The ice, there was like ice breakages where it was so pushed through. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You sent that video saying the roads aren't even that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. After that happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, pretty good point of irony. I just, want, just wanted to clarify. Great point of irony right there. Yeah, okay. And so pretty much this, what would have been like, should be in like seven hours. Took us like nine. And we got there by like four. Mm. We got to Newberry by like four. And then we got settled into our room and everything. And like, you know, they're like, yeah, it's only 430. Let's go out for a ride yet. So, you know, we pretty much unloaded the sleds off the trailer. And we did a little 34-mile jaunt. Pretty much just like rode around the town. Got the lay of like the trails right around Newberry. So we kind of knew how to get back to where we wanted to go. And uh, we stopped, had some dinner. I had the best sandwich. The best sandwich I had the entire weekend was the first night. It was called a two-hearted. And it was pretty much just sliced beef with grilled onions. And that was pretty much it. With a sweet mayo on top. And, I mean, look at that. Pass oh, around. Pass, pass that around. around. Looks that like is a, looks like a Philly cheese. Philly no, that was, like the, that was the best thing I had. Yeah, it looks like a Philly cheesesteak. Looks gas. Uh, Food-wise, you know Wow, that looks like a Philly cheese sub. It wasn't, though. It actually looks delectable. It wasn't, wasn't, though. What was it again? It was called a two-hearted sliced beef. Oh, it's not steak? It's not steak. It was just sliced like regular Actually, that kind of sounds better. Was it, like, softer? Yeah, it was a little bit softer, a little more tender. That's the one, like, um, reservation I have about Philly cheese anything. Yeah, it's a little chewy. It's chewy. I mean, the flavors are fantastic, but... I think beef the the beef might be better. So before we go on, I also have this cool picture. Drive responsibly. It's of a totaled snowmobile. Everybody, close your eyes. Imagine a yellow snowmobile in a shed, snow surrounding. You'll see it on TikTok. Shredded sometime tomorrow. I'm going to put together a bunch. It's it's yellow, definitely yellow. I think it might be like a. uh, I've always called that color orange. Then I have this cool picture of they had a train. They have train tracks. Oh wow! And I have this cool like uh, Polar Express vibe picture of this train. Yeah. Make sure you guys are on the TikTok yeah. to see yeah, all the these. Yeah, the TikTok ads speaking should. sporadically. And don't forget to go check out the Instagram, too. There'll be something there at speaking underscore sporadically. Yeah. Mm. Good plug, good plug. Hey, and while we're at it, um, chances are most of you are listening to this on Spotify. It's actually very convenient. Go ahead and give us like a... A rating. Uh, a rating if you want. Any rating at all. Just as long as it's a five-star. Like it. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's a five, you can give us anything you want. Um, no need to comment or anything like that. If you just want to give us a good old five stars, that'd be perfect. And then I, just oh, say, I, g- I gave you five stars because six wasn't an option. Just say, yeah, and comment your favorite uh, host. And make Ooh. sure it's Luke. It's going to be a lot well, of me. I mean, if it's a five star and you comment Isaiah, then I'll give you candy. We're going to be reading If a Jacob lot keeps of coming through, they might charge it for spam. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> But also, if you guys want to, I know you can follow the podcast on Spotify and you can get notifications when we upload. It's usually Sunday or Monday. kind of depends. Depends what we get into. Yeah. Correct. Issues. That was pretty much the entire night. Everyone was really tired from driving, so we just kind of went to bed. And we got up early. I mean, we got up early, early for on Friday. I mean, like, everyone was out of bed by 7 early. Yeah. Out Out of bed at 7. Everyone was ready... We ate breakfast. Pretty crappy breakfast for a hotel. <laughs> but I can honestly see why they... Because pretty much all they have is like a little cut out of a kitchen. And then they just had like two waffle irons. They had a crock pot full of pretty... Would have been canned sausage gravy. Biscuit gravy. Okay. Cold biscuits. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's one toaster. A couple pastry kind of things. Some bagels. Yeah. Some cupped cream cheese it's just like it came like there's some cereal and then you know there was a little fridge that said you know orange juice apple juice oh nice i'm gonna go get me an apple juice it's in like a gallon jug you gotta pour it out <laughs> <in your cup. laughs> oh my oh yeah it was what hotel was this uh america's best value in sponsor us please that'd be pretty cool <laughs> maybe it was a nice place you maybe <laughs> yeah all right the only reason we picked this place though okay they have an indoor pool Indoor pool and also hot tub. Also, it's America's best value ho- hotel. Best I mean, value. How, how could you best not value. Pick, how could you not pick that? <laughs> exactly. In the name. Well, I mean, there was a quality in and suites, if we're being honest, up the road. <laughs> that looked pretty <laughs> so, yeah. looked pretty nice, but, you know. So, good trip overall? 
Well, I'm not done. Oh, that was oh. nice. Well, we were just talking about Thursday. He's just waking up. We're Bro, just getting ready to go. Day. You know, we just got there. They're going, they're going. I mean, I got a whole other half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've are you? Me? You don't want to listen to me talk about snowmobiling for a whole half? Hell no! I don't even know what a snowmobile is. <laughs> well, you buckle up. Would you like to learn? <laughs> no, I, know, I, know, I, I took a quick video of me snowmobiling. I know what a snowmobile. I had a chance. When we came in, Luke sent a text to the chat. He's like, "Good, I got a lot of good stories." I literally walked in. I'm like, "I'm gonna let Luke talk the whole time." <laughs> That's pretty much a video of me snowmobiling. Wow! wow. Just down the trail. That looks like the North funny. Pole. It's good. Yeah, there's a lot of pine trees. That's probably one of my favorite things. Overall, there is pine trees for days. They're everywhere, and it's big logging. Like logging is like one of the biggest industries up there. Not a lot going on, but they're growing pine trees. And you so all of a sudden you'll go from an open field, like you can see like little tips of pine trees, kind of like shooting through that three feet of snow that they have sitting there. And then you'll go into a big full forest, full grown pine trees, perfect lines, and it is just so pretty. I love those. Love those pine trees. Hmm. And think about what's so special about going snowmobiling in Michigan is, though, is that they have state-maintained trails. Like, they're groomed. They're taken care of. They're used in the summer for... Some of them are used in the summer for, like, four-wheeling and stuff. But, like, they're state-maintained. There's people that get paid to, like, groom the trails, pretty much. Essentially, it's exactly what it sounds like. Pretty much a guy goes through on a, uh, with some sort of tracked vehicle, and they pull the snow from the edges. <laughs> they pull the snow from the edges, level out some of the bumps, or try to as best as they can anyways. And I have a video of a groomer here, so you guys have a better idea of what I'm talking about. That's pretty much what I'm talking about. Oh. Okay. And they pull it, and they push and level out the bumps and stuff. It's a bulldozer, guys. It's just yeah. a bulldozer. It's not a bulldozer. It's though. just a bulldozer, guys. And then there's that big you thing might behind it. Might want to have the TikTok up for reference. Oh yeah, that'll episode. be on the TikTok. But you kind of get that the idea. Cool. It's just a tracked vehicle that kind of lets you go, levels everything out and stuff. But so we started putting on miles, though. So the picture of the map will be on the TikTok too. I'll, if you guys want to look at it, I can pull it out. I have a picture of the kind of the map we were at. Okay. But if you look at the map, um, we rode from Newberry to a town called Grand Marais, which is pretty much on Lake Superior. I would literally stand and look, look out at frozen Lake Superior from where we were eating. Really cool. But we went through a bunch of like smaller towns. But Mom's original plan for Friday was she wanted to go to the Buckhorn Tavern. Now, the Buckhorn Tavern is south of Munising. Munising is a hour drive and 60 miles by car from where we were in, um, yeah. I'm, I'm blanking Newberry? on Newberry? Newberry, yes, thank you. And Mom was like, oh, I want to go back to the Buckhorn and go see it. And we were like, okay, so that's kind of how Friday started, is that we wanted to go and see the Buckhorn. But I think I'll tell you in the second half... Why we didn't go to the Buckhorn. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was stuck in my head. Um. Rocks. Scooby Dooby Doo. We're coming after you. We're gonna <laughs> solve that mystery. What's the new Scooby Doo? Well, I couldn't say the other one, so... That is always stuck in my head. Dude, it's a bop. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Trey, but how you could didn't you? say otherwise. Okay. Oh, they couldn't hear him, but he yeah. said it's a bop. Trey said it's a bop. Trey said it's a bop. But, so, we were right. We started our ride, and we were like, we got to go through these towns of Curtis and Sini. Now, Curtis is like south and east. We had to kind of run... Not east, south and west. Had to run a little bit south and west of Newberry. So just kind of imagine we're like right here. Had to run like down here to go to Curtis. Because there's no other trails to get there. Luke, we're not on TV. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't oh. hit. I don't. Yeah. What do you that mean? Hit. That did not hit. I'm lost. He's, yeah, he's pointing. Imagine right here. 
Yeah, like he's. Imagine there's like. Yeah, I was the explaining for right the. Okay, okay. Right. So you I guys mean, can like interpret like, right? what I'm talking about. So we run south and west. Had to go to the, the town of Curtis. I say it's a town. It's probably about four blocks each way. Four blocks squared. I think there's one bar and one gas station. Bless you. So we make it through Curtis. We're like, eh, we're still good on gas. We'll just keep going. Sini is like directly north. And it was going to be a north run to go to Sini. On the way to Sini, had a small issue. Small, very minor, minor issue, you know. I, I Earlier in the day, I got forced to the back of the pack. Because, as Randy would say, <clears throat> you don't freaking look in the back. You don't look back. You don't have any mirrors, so you're in the back. Okay, sounds good. Riding in the back. We're going. We had to ride alongside a road to get to the next. It was kind of like a connector trail. Now, we've been running on this road for a while, and if you know anything, I'm going to tell you, if you don't get fresh snow for your snowmobiles, there's a reason you can't use them outside of the snow. You can, like, pretty much burn your track up and burn your sliders up and pretty much break the entire uh, um, track off pretty easily. So I was, like, on the edge of the road trying to catch a little bit of extra snow, throw it up there, do whatever I had to do. We were going around this edge of this corner. And I was going, and all of a sudden my ski got caught, and I went down to the right. And it happened real fast. And I was like, ooh, this ain't going to be fun. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting, hoods up, skis in the tree, and I pretty much kissed this tree Mm. pretty good. Didn't get a picture of it in there, but it was, just imagine there was like a, uh, about a, probably about five feet down from the level of the road. I'd say about five feet. About five feet. You can kind of see in this picture where my hole was, where the tree was, where Mm. I was against the tree. Yeah. And uh, not fun time. Very lucky some guy in a rusted out Chevy 2500 had a toe strap. (laughs) He pulled me out. I can get you out of here, bud. Well, he pulled up. He's like, you need some help? And I'm like, yeah, you know, you you got a toe strap. It's like the people you were with just didn't know. Oh, they, they did. Mom was, the mom must have made it around the corner. Since it was on a road, like, you kind of run staggered out. Mom said she must have, like, went around the corner. She was number two behind Dad. Pretty much went around the corner, and just she just had that sense. She was like, Luke's not back there anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> must have just known. And she must have stopped. And Randy was like, why are you stopping for? He's like, she was like, I think Luke's not okay. Randy, you, you don't check your mirrors. <laughs> 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 he doesn't have mirrors either is the ironic <laughs> part. So he comes back. He looks at it. Me and he's like. I ain't good. Turns back around to go get... Because Dad just kept riding. Dad was just as guilty of not checking to see if everyone was there as anyone else. But... So, this guy came along and rusted out 2500 Chevy. And he was like, well, I, I got a toe strap. <laughs> so, I walked down in the ditch and pretty much huffing and puffing my big body through mounds of snow. Tied onto the bumper. And there was no way I was going to ride out of it. I could, I tried to back up before this and it just wasn't happening so we pretty much this guy just he hooked it up to his chrome bumper just <laughs> no, just, just imagine this just rusted out cab corners all the fender wells just rusted pretty much just a rusted out frame and and you know it took a few minutes but we worked it out of there and now the front left ski well the left ski is just a little more bent than the other one like upward it's just like yeah i kind of ran it into the tree he was propped up against the tree so not a huge deal actually not the worst thing ever to have more rounded skis because you can go over more things and i was like it's not the worst thing it'll bend back you'll let it get warmed up in the garage and well i'm thinking put a few weights on it'll bend down a little bit farther and by the end of the day it was close to okay so pretty much i gave this guy a 20 dollar bill for pulling me out Mm. <laughs> I was like, nice. you know, I got it, this twenty dollar bill is probably going about towards about two packs of Marlboro Reds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know it's okay. He did good work. He deserved his two he packs. Yeah, he earned it. He really, earned it. he earned. He earned it. That's right. <laughs> but we finally make it to Sini. This is like we're maybe forty miles in at this point. This is like two hours of our day thus far. And where mom was like, they're trying to kind of figure out how the best way to get. Because there's no trails that ran straight across. Sini is like pretty much directly across from Newberry, straight west. But right in between, so here's like Sini, here's Munising, here's the Buckhorn. And this big circle here is in like a national forest. So there's no trails. So you have to ride up and over or down and around. 
either way to be able to get to there. And pretty much mom talked to some guy at this gas station who looked like he knew what he was doing. He was like, so, like, is it doable? Are we crazy? Am I crazy for wanting to go to the buckhorn from here? And I didn't catch where this guy was from, but he was definitely, like, a local. And he was like, yeah, we we don't usually ride to the buckhorn too often because it's just such a long ride. Hmm. He said it probably would have been about 150 miles just for us to get there. And then 150 miles back. Yeah. Yeah. Straight back from where we came. So we probably wouldn't have got there till like 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. And then we had to ride another six, seven hours back to the hotel. Yeah. And it would have been about a 300-mile day if we would have really, like, said we were going to do it. And that's not even, like, saying we stop, get something to eat, parents get some drinks, whatever. And so pretty much that plan to went from yeah let's do it to we're not doing this anymore and we just rode pretty much straight north to the town of grand marais again not very big they had a craft brewery place though i found that very interesting hmm. considering it's a town of a probably about i don't know 350 so there so there's a craft brewery place and one other restaurant we went to that restaurant great food they also had a dog very that was Really fun. They had like a, dog. a company dog. Like yeah, the owner's dog was just kind of hanging out. The mascot. Oh, oh! I forgot about the trail. So we came up to this trailhead, and there was a tree filled with male conquest. You may say. This tray. This picture will be on the uh, TikTok. I'll let you guys get a good look at that. I Comments. Really see it. I didn't really zoom in. Just, oh, just I, zoom I in. See what it is now. Just zoom in. Male conquest shall hang from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we had to stop there. Mom had to go to the restroom, so. <laughs> but <coughs> it's just pretty funny. Eh, there was another time I didn't get a chance on our last day. There was another one. Just it was more full than that, even. Yeah. Really funny though. Uh, but anyways, getting on to the dog. Oh yeah, and that's a bad looking road. Now that's a crappy road. It looks like a trail. It's not a trail. That's a road. Wow. It looks like the Mario Kart road that's got this with snow walls on either side. That stand about, it was probably about three foot of snow on either side, like packed up. DK Summit? No, not DK. The other one. What other snow map is there? There's another one where the snow is like on the well, walls. Well, there's also the original one. That's like the straight walls. That's like the, the N- Nintendo Game oh. Boy. Oh, one. is that a Nintendo Game yeah, Boy reference? Okay. Bit. Yeah, N64. Yeah, that one. That's where the, the walls original snow map, yeah. 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 Pretty cool, though. And I was like, now that's a crappy-looking road. Not that bad, though. So we finally make it there. And Where's talk there? We were in Grand Marais at okay. the Grand Marais Tavern. Established okay. in 2016. Okay. And then they had a dog. He was really nice. It was an old dog. Yeah. He was Looks like... A chubby. He was kind of chubby. He definitely walks around, scrounges on the floor for scraps. Yeah. All the female riders probably give him some food off the table. Just how he rolls. My kind of guy. Living the best life. Living, yeah, really. He was living his best life, that's for sure. But after that, you know, we catch a trail, runs across, like, the north side, and we shot straight down about middle, right on top of Newberry, into technically this place is Newberry address, but it was called the Pine Stump. Pretty big place. About the only gas for about probably 30 miles, 40 miles of trail, 50 miles of trail. So everyone was pumping up. Filling up their gas there, and it was the line was really long, and I mean really, really long, for people to get gas. But while we were there, there was a uh, one of the waitresses or the barkeeps. She was yelling at one of the. Um, they were having an argument over um, something about. The only part of it I caught was, <laughs> "You're just upset because." I'm the only one that doesn't let you push me around <laughs> all over the bar. And she was getting, uh, I don't know who she was, like, in relation to the bar or whatever. And she was just all over. I don't know. It kind of happened all for a while. I think fired I, up. she was all sorts of fired up. I'm pretty sure she walked outside the person who was yelling, had a cigarette, came back. And I think she was okay. She was better. But when we got to the Pine Stump, though, there was, like, probably close to 100 sleds out there. And I was like. This is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. You know, I have a video of that, too. A little sled gang. Just yeah. 
Like when motorcycles are just like lined up. It's exactly what happens too. Snowmobiles. Big video, and it just keeps going, and there's more sleds and more. Yeah. That was pretty much. Oh, and then there's the next round too, the other side. Oh yeah. And they have it's just a lot of sleds. And then so, get going. We go back to the hotel for the night, and then we have to go to the hot tub. You know, has a hot tub. Gotta go to the hot tub. Oh, yeah. So, get there for the first night. And there's two guys sitting in there right when we get there. And these two guys, is a, it's like a, a father-son duo from Canada. And pretty much, Canada's still locked down, if you don't know, pretty much for COVID things. So, they come down here with their sleds. Pretty much get a dine-in, eat-in, party. Party for a week. And can go on. And we get to talking, and they're like, "Yo, yeah, we rode about 1,100 miles this week." They had a 220 oh mile miles a day average, mm-hmm. 220, and that's a lot of miles. That's far. Yeah. So, first sleds, anyways, because that's another thing. I guess I'll get this out of the way. The max speed, our average speed is probably 30 to 35, and now you'd be like, "Oh, that's not that bad. Doesn't sound that bad, does it?" For two hundred twenty miles? That's no, that no time. our no, that's our average. Yeah. These guys' average is probably sixty. Oh wow! When you get passed by guys on the trail, guys doing sixty or seventy. On Sunday, we ran into a couple. This is our last day at a bu- another Buckhorn Tavern in a place called Trout Lake. They came from. They pointed out two points on a map. One point was a casino. The other point was where we were. And mom was like, "Oh yeah, how 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 was nice?" They were like, "Oh yeah, it was a nice ride." Oh, it was good. She was like, oh, how long did that take you? She was like, the, the guy was like, he was explaining an app to us. He was like, oh, about 42 minutes. <laughs> Mom was like, how fast were you riding? He was like, oh, pretty fast. Well, what's what's pretty fast? Oh, my wife was doing about 100. I was doing a little <laughs> bit more than that. <gasps> oh, that is flying. I've done 100 on a sled once in my life or twice. And that was on a lake. And that's full bore. They were doing it on a ground sled on a trail. You gotta be gripping those handlebars. Like they were ripping. Off. Like going 100 in a car, you feel fast, but you take away like the walls, and you're doing that on something yeah. just free, just out in the air, no just rolling. That is oh. fast. Like, that's pretty much a roller coaster at that point. Yes. Squint and hold on. A lot more yeah. dangerous roller coaster because you are not strapped in. No. Yeah, not at all. Don't hit I a was bump, like, buddy. <laughs> he said that, and I just, I, I. Held back the urge to just be like, you're joking. <laughs> like, to pretty much call him on it. And they, I saw him right away when they walked outside. And they had, like, almost brand new 850cc turbo sleds. And I was like, I saw him right away. And I was like, yeah, they they probably did. They probably rode. <laughs> they probably, they probably did, actually. A <laughs> man went ahead and did it. He put a turbo on a snowmobile. <laughs> well, they've been doing that for a couple years now already. And they're... Nice sleds for two-stroke sleds, but so but what I was getting at. So the dad, he was like, "Oh yeah, I get a new sled about every other year," and <laughs> I was like, "This year I got the Skidoo uh, Mach Z, which is a remake from a sled they made back in the day." And I was like, "You got a Mach Z?" He's like, "He's like, oh yeah." I'm like, "How much you? Like? How do you like?" He's like, "Oh, I love it. It's pretty great." What's special about the Mach Z? It's a four-stroke, four-stroke turbo, makes 175 horsepower. It makes more horsepower than my car. Yeah. It has launch control. <laughs> it's a $25,000 sled hmm. out of the box. Absolute rocket ship out of the box. And I had instant envy. I'd saw, seen another one on the sled, er, on the sled, on the trail earlier to, that day. And it was like so surreal. I'm like, I'm rolling around with guys that drop what most people maybe spend on a car every like four or five years. They do this every other year. I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> I was jealous. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. But pretty much, like, all the people up there, like, out of Detroit, Chicago, like, Green Bay, and they'll come all, come over. People who make a lot of money, business yeah. guys who make $150,000 a year, $200,000 a year, drop that kind of money just for something to do. There's a few spots like that around the U.S. where you can tell, like, just people who make a lot of money kind of converge there. Like, and I know Lake, Lake Cumberland is one of those. Mm-hmm. It's or just Norris. a big, yeah, big lake, and you just see like, wow, 
Yeah, that's a that's a two hundred thousand dollar boat right there. Try Miami, bro. Nice. <laughs> Miami, Florida. Yeah, a little bit oh different. My, but still, it's like these guys are like mid-range high rollers. Mm-hmm. Like they just have nice trucks, nice sleds. Everything's just nice. And but then we have our good friend came to the hot tub. This guy we had seen at the pine stump. We didn't talk to him there, but it was him and his friend. And his friend looked like he could almost be his dad. But this guy was pretty drunk when he got when he came to the hot tub. And he had a full cooler with him. Mm. He's like, oh, yeah, we did. We ran. I forget where he said. We ended up at the Pine Stump. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Our poster. <laughs> it just fell. It fell down. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we got to the Pine Stump. We had about, I had about six beers there at the Pine Stump. And this guy's story the next night's funnier than it, this. And he pretty much shits gets to talk, and they're like, oh, yeah, if you make it out to this place, they got these smoked ribs, and they were money, dude. <laughs> and he's just like, imagine some guy with a thick Canadian-ish or northern-ish accent. I love Canadian accents Canadian so northern accent. It's like, there was money, dude. Like, they were so fire. <laughs> he's just a true wrencher. You could see it. He said he was a mechanic, I'm pretty sure. You could see it. He had dirt underneath his fingernails, grease, grime, the whole nine. Yeah. He's like, I don't need a nice sled. I just need something that runs. It'll get me from here to there. And he was pretty much debating with everybody, like, why his sled was better than theirs. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, so, eh, that was pretty much all that happened that night. Saturday night's a lot funnier than this. So the next day, we get up. Have breakfast, do the thing. And we just kind of decide we're going to go see uh, see the falls. There's like a place. Uh, I forget. I think it's like Tamahequin. Tahequin. Tequayman. Some Indian style name falls. And that's pretty much the picture of it. It's just a waterfall pretty much. but Wow. Really pretty. It was all frozen over. And even like the froth and stuff was frozen. Mm. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. That's but pretty, it's pretty nice. Still pretty cool. So we rode there, and then we rode to the town of... Alafrida? No. Were you a stranger? Mm. How fine was the day? It was a pretty nice day. Marty Robbins. Wow. What? Someone got that. I no one got stuck. Did. No if one else got stuck. you didn't understand it, you don't, you don't deserve to. Okay. No one else got I'm stuck. I'm glad I don't deserve it. <laughs> oh, we rode to the town of Paradise. That's right. Para, para, paradise. <gasps> yeah. Rode to the town of Paradise, though. That was a nice ride. Getting there was a little bumpy. It was a nice ride, though. And then we had we had lunch, did our thing. We're on to the next. We're like, we're going to ride across the top on the trail. B- trail number eight. And by God, was trail number eight the best freaking trail we saw the <laughs> entire weekend. Most of these trails are like two and three sleds wide. Barely enough so people can pass with a little bit of room on each side. Trail eight was about eight to ten sleds wide. So you could rip were we ripping no <laughs> i think we hit 50 i hit 60 maybe once on this <laughs> but it was such an it was so nice and wide like i can see why boys need gas when they get to pine stump they come out of paradise and fly down to pine stump and paradise was north and east pretty much also on lake superior but then you run all the way west across and shoot down i'm like yeah i bet these guys run 80 probably through here because you can. Nice, big, banked corners. It's all banked up. If you had to slow down, you maybe slow down to 40. Take a corner. Just so nice. So we make it down. And we didn't go to the Pine Stump that day. We rode down to another place called the Wolf's Inn. And they had a few drinks there. And we were like, eh, we'll just go back to the hotel. We did that a lot. I don't know why. We pretty much just rode and then went to the hotel. But I guess whatever. Mom and I were like, well, we're going back down to the hot tub tonight. Okay. Well, we get to the hot tub, and there is a chick and her husband there. They were pretty much, mom and gets to, mom's really good with getting people to talk about their life. So she gets, pretty much gets this chick who is drinking pretty heavily to open up about what they were in town for and they were just in town like to get away from their kid they just had their kid five months ago and i was like oh congratulations and she and mom was getting to see pictures of this kid mm. and but this chick was pretty hot i mean like really hot <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh man what a lucky dude but like her husband leaves there for a while 
And he goes back to their hotel room, take a shower. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> yeah. What is going Ooh. on? Well, anyways, we continue going on. And mom's pretty much just keeps going. Randy and dad go back hotel room too. So it's just like me, mom, and this chick there for like 10 minutes. And then guess who shows up? The husband. No. The guy from last night's in the hot tub. Who <laughs> 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 was super drunk. Super drunk again today. And he, it was him and his buddy again. His buddy just sits back and watches him and laughs yeah. at him. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such an interesting dynamic they have going on. But, like, you can just tell they're best friends. And he does yeah. all the talking. And I don't know how we got to the subject or where we got on the subject at. But we got to talking about, like, smoking in this chick whose husband wasn't there who had the kid she was like oh like oh you can i started talking about the bar where you can smoke at around here and she was like oh like weed you can smoke weed and stuff and i was like i don't know probably more like cigarettes because they don't care and he was and he all of a sudden my guy i'll call him arctic cat guy because i never caught his name arctic cat guy was like oh man i want to smoke so bad but i don't want to go out and his buddy was like you can't smoke inside he called him a dumbass mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh it pretty much goes on. He's like, "Well, let me go talk to my buddy at the front desk. I bet, I bet she'll." She was no. He started off by he was like, "Oh, can I smoke? Can I smoke?" Pretty much went around and asked. And I was like, "I don't care." I was like, "I don't care." Jenna's like, "Yeah, go for it." Oh, that's right. Her name was Jenna. Her name was Jenna. <laughs> Anyways, Jenna was like, "Yeah, go for it." She was like, "Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and smoke." He was like, "Oh, well, yeah, let's go." And he goes out. He's like, gets his bowl out. Jenna was the girl at the front desk. No, no, no. The she was chicken chick in the hot tub. Chicken in the hot tub. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he was gonna. He got up. He was gonna get out. Dried his hands. He was just about ready to smoke. And he was he was smoking weed. Okay. Weed, not not cigarettes. And he's like, oh, I don't have a lighter. Well, let me go ask my buddy at the front desk. And there's a chick working the overnight desk, and she always had her boyfriend in. Like, her boyfriend just sat in the lobby pretty yeah. much and watched TV, and she was doing whatever she did. And he was, like, pretty much, he came back with a lighter. So, obviously, she was okay. She did not <laughs> care. <laughs> All of a sudden, this guy lights up a bowl and smokes a bowl in the hot tub pool area. <laughs> just higher than a kite. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And his buddy just looked at him again, and he started talking. <laughs> All of a sudden... Him and her were talking about tattoos and something else, and oh my goodness, it was just funny. And then, well, we got to run over on this pot a little bit because I such crap to talk about. The day that night pretty much ended like that. Mom and I were like, we gotta go before we get roped, get roped into anything crazy like that. Any more craziness happening with that guy and whatever else? We get up Sunday, same routine. Get up, start riding. Said we were going to go to Trout Lake. Went to Trout Lake, the Buckhorn. We saw, met that guy who said he was riding. His wife was running 100. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like, they are probably in their late 40s. Very interesting couple, though. Definitely business. Not exactly sure what else, though. But then we got lost going back from Trout Lake. And you would think it'd be pretty easy. You have to ride the same trail back because there's no other trails. And somewhere along the line, there was an unmarked trail that was, like, off of a railroad track that we rode right by. And we rode for probably 10 minutes after this. So we had to go. We stopped. We were looking at a map. And then some guy on another snowmobile. And we stopped him. And he was like, yeah, you guys are, like, somewhere in here pointing at a trail that led back up to Paradise. And it was like, don't want to be there. Rode back. Finally found what we were looking for. Made it back in time for... The Bengals game. Yep, that's right. Made it back. I missed the first set of downs, but other than that, I watched that entire game. It wasn't much. Through for through. I didn't think it was based on what I saw because they were punting. But that was pretty much all I had for that trip. The drive back was uneventful, long at night. Sunday night, we didn't do much. It just sucked. That was pretty much my entire trip. I was good time. Did about 416 miles between all the days and i was sore there's two things i learned mom if you're listening i'm sorry but i can't go with 50 to 60 year olds again 
and I need a new sled. So if anyone wants to donate to a new <laughs> sled fund for me, like hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I will. That mark is. I there. was so sore. It sucked. All those bumps. I just absorbed that straight into my body. Fifteen-year-old sled. They ain't cutting it. Fifteen? No, not fifteen. He could still go through each vertebrae in your spine. <laughs> I could bounce, bounce, bounce. It was that. It was either my knees or my back took it. Took the brunt. Well, at least you ended the weekend on a perfect note. Oh, yep. The Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl. I just love how we've been talking up Joe Burrow on this podcast all year. Joe Burrow. Why are you yeah. looking straight at me? Because Trey. <laughs> Why are you looking straight <laughs> at me? Because <laughs> Trey. He was clearly looking at me, the dude who believed in him all along, drafted him. You didn't let anyone else have him, though, when some people on this podcast needed a quarterback. <laughs> who? Yeah, he, Me. Lets, he lets you well, have Patrick you? Mahomes. From Patrick Mahomes. Free. You're welcome. Because you were tired of him doing dog. You took him, didn't you? And let's yeah, I did because I needed a quarterback. It was a steal. I'll fully agree. It was a steal. Thank that God a, that for was that. A, yeah, that was a dumb trade. But I have a lot more faith in the Bengals after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled through for me. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean, Cinderella story like two seasons ago, right? Worst record yep. in the NFL. Yeah. I always saw this progression. Worst record in the NFL. Draft Joe Burrow. Go to the Super Bowl. No, that is I that mean, is unheard of, though. That's no. I yeah. completely disagree. No, it's not. The stats back that up. Yeah. When has that ever happened? That before? doesn't happen. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers three years ago, worst team in the league. You know, right before they got Tom, they were terrible. Yeah, Tom Brady came. They won the Super Bowl. This is more of a draft for We're talking about drafting a quarterback. Yeah, this is more yeah, than just like signing. Oh, I'm just more talking about a team going from the bottom had, to the top. Yeah, but he had year. 20 yeah. seasons in him. Yeah. Joe Burrow had. Yeah, this is I'm definitely just, way uh, Joe more Burrow had like six I guess professional seasons. I guess if you guys specifically off like just draft picks, I don't know. But a team going from the worst to the best in like one year, that happened. Yeah, besides just that, though, the beginning of the season, after they like signed Tom Brady, they definitely were not seen as bottom of their division or anything like that. Yeah. Where they had the same odds as what, like the Jaguars. And Jaguars to win the. Bengals had the same odds as the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Oh, At the beginning of the season, yeah. plus one thousand. Well, I'm sure there was some sort of percentage factored in about um, Bro getting hurt again, because I mean that injury last year was pretty scary. I was the concerned. percentage factored in was we were not good. People did not and think you we played in good. a very well, tough facts. division. Yeah, very tough division. Facts. People thought the Browns were going to be good, and the Ravens. True. Yeah, not the Steelers though. I was gonna say I saw what was that the Ravens. I was like underwhelmed. They fell apart. They had I a lot of injuries. Heard from them injuries aside from like year four or game four. I mean, they started off like eight and two or something. So, yeah. but yeah. I mean, this year for the Bengals, pretty nice, and the future is looking bright because we got a really young team. We have all of our draft picks this next draft. We have the highest. We had this highest salary cap going in out of playoff teams in the playoffs this year. That's yeah. awesome. So. They're spending money. I think yeah. that's like one of the bigger kicks is like they're not just hoarding their money. They're actually like spending it and they're like putting it towards making a good yeah. team. Like and you guys had people. good pickups. Like Hendrickson, mm. Vaughn Bell, mm. yes. Hilton from the T.Y. Hilton Steelers. Good player. Mike. Mike, Mike Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. Oh, not T.Y. T.Y. is the receiver. <laughs> yeah. oh, T.Y. Hilton plays for the Colts. 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 Yeah, that's what I that's right. What I, I got burned by him a couple times in fantasy. Oh, I thought you were out there playing some, <laughs> yeah. playing some league ball. Oh, yeah, I'm playing corner boy, though. <laughs> I'm fast. But, no, there was something like – I think it was I think it was Super Bowl winning teams, not just teams that made the Super Bowl and, like, their odds at the beginning of the season. And, the, like, the lowest one was, like, plus 1,000. And the Bengals are, like, plus 8,000, I think, plus 7,000. Yeah, it, it was something insane. Something absurd. Like, they are five times yeah. from the next closest. Did you guys oh. see the, the two-leg parlay that someone hit oh, with the hit. correct score yeah. one? Oh my goodness! Dude, is, I, is that time the travel chances? confirmed right there? Seeing stuff like that makes me want to bet on that all the time. Yeah. They're so unlikely, but you see those hit all the time. Yeah. I'm like, turn twenty dollars into half a mil. That is absurd. Twenty dollars. But what are the odds you predict the score of both games? Very low. And About odds, zero. Even the odds they gave them were like plus twelve thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but. Past couple weeks watching these games have just been on a high, dude. Oh, it's been crazy. It's been nice. I was concerned there for a little bit, but Oh, I was scared. Even in the fourth quarter, dude, oh. my 
when we had our nice like seven minute drive, went down, hit that field goal, and we gave the ball back. I think like two two plus minutes, a little over two minutes. My heart was pumping. I'm like, oh no, dude. When they when they hit that sack in the he uh, oh at the end of the second the ball, quarter, I oh I yeah when I he fumbled knees, it, man. <laughs> I fell to my knees, and then they picked it back up. I'm like, oh my goodness, when he fumbled it, that's the first thing I yelled. Man. I was like, get on the pigskin. <laughs> Because that's what you got. I mean, you're in a situation like that. It's not even getting the sack because they can just kick a field goal. Yeah. It's literally do what it's, you can to punch see, that for, ball for me, it was as so, far back as possible. My heart was pumping so much because I kept having flashbacks to 2014, 2015. Dude, they, 20, showed, they showed so much promise and they never delivered. Yeah, kept having flashbacks. And I'm like, this isn't the old Bengals. This isn't new stripes. That's what I'm saying. And, like, everybody I know is like, dude, like, don't get your hopes up. Like, we've seen this before. It's how the Bengals are. The Not franchise anymore. is the same, but the teams are different, man. Not anymore. It's a different team. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a whole different team. The only person who's the same is the who, who's that? Who's CJ Uzama's been there for a while. Well, who's, guys, who's the who's the, the guys' punter? Ryan Clark, the the long snapper. Yeah, our he's pun- been there for like our 16, punter 17 and years. long snapper tandem have been like 11 years or 12 years <laughs> yeah. together. So it's that's pretty insane. cool. Kevin Huber, Ryan Clark, maybe Clarkson. I think it's Clark. Something. Ron C. Yeah. That's probably one of the best gigs in the NFL, though. Getting paid to snap the ball good and kick the ball good. Or just well, uh, not. I would not. Unless they're going up against Antonio Brown. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be a kicker. I would want to be a punter. Yeah, or punter. a placeholder or something. Well, that's the punter, usually. Yeah, that's fair. Or, or a backup QB or something. Yeah, and the long snapper. QB would be Those fun. are the two yeah, things I want to be. Because if you pull it off, you're a legend. If you don't, eh, you're the backup anyways. It's Talk okay. about kickers. Did you just guys see the Bengals are literally sold out like everything, including Evan McPherson jerseys? That's not surprising. Man's a baller. He's so good. 12 for 12 in the playoffs. Huge. Oh, my goodness. What's the What's the best record in the playoffs for kicking? Yeah. Can we look that up? I can try to look I mean, it if, up if they're thinking about if we should kick a field goal or not, statistically 100% chance. Because we're already <laughs> meeting and beating records in the playoffs. Biggest, biggest comeback in playoffs. Tied. That's, that's in the AFC Championship. Yeah. yeah. So we're tied for 18 with tied the like Patriots. What? Patriots, was, yeah. Well, it was the for Colts a win. That, it was the Colts that came back against the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. With, yeah, sorry, with the Patriots. And Manning so went on to win that Super Bowl. And then they, so. and they, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. biggest deficit at the half Coming back to come back win. and win. Yes. Now that was the same record from 2004. Yeah. And um, this one's not nearly as impressive, but... Uh, most sack. Well, I guess it's impressive for Joe Burrow. Most sacks in a playoff game, and still winning, which is like how many did he get? Eight, nine. nine. So he had nine. So I think he might he might have the most. But I think it was when they originally said it, it was eight plus sacks by oh, somebody else. That game was stressful in itself. That Tennessee <sighs> game. Oh heck yeah! I mean, the NFL playoffs in a whole have been oh, absolutely yeah. immaculate. Like you have to say, this is one oh, of the best. So He's probably one of the best seasons I've watched in oh, five yeah, years. The past yeah, six overall, yes. I know for a fact the past six games have all been uh-huh. one possession yeah. games. No, besides the two seven seed wild card games, all the rest of the games have been yeah, very really. close, very good matchups in general. It's been it's been yeah, good. It's awesome. Business has been in for the NFL because their viewership is like absurdly high. Yeah, they had um, they had like like. 40-some out of the top 50 most viewed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like 48 or 49 in the top 50, and they had like 80 of the top 100 most viewed yeah. like on television. Like Shh, most viewed. Televised whatever, things. Yeah, televised things. I mean, so. no reason not to at this point. Because no. everyone's pretty much heard how good they are. Yeah. All the games have been Especially when you got America's team. You know what actually kind of upset me watching this last game? Is how much the announcers Dog since he the whole time. That's just Tony Romo. But <laughs> Tony Romo yeah. it was so bad. I mean, they are not the everything he Tony says Romo, though. Man. But everything Tony Romo says, he's completely right. He's like the Bengals need to change this offense. They're going too yeah. high safety. That's okay. not working. They change it. Defense starts working. Of, of course, yeah, like things like that. But like when he just says stuff like, yeah, "Oh, they like, went Superman's cape." Oh well, that yeah. was that was kind of when funny. He said that. I mean, it was because he's got to do it for both teams. Like, you can't be well. You can be favorative, obviously. They do it all the time, he was but very favorited. But like, you don't want to make all the Chiefs fans watching from home turn the TV off. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm saying like he called them the underdogs so many times. The Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at the betting odds. Under- they're the underdogs. They're the, the underdogs, underdogs for the Super Bowl. Three and a half points. Yeah, three and a half, three and a half points. points. Yeah, weren't they like look six man, against the Chiefs? 
Six and a half. Yeah. They started off as six and a half or seven I'm or just, something yeah, like that. Statistically yeah. sure the underdogs, but how many times have they talked about it? Like even Joe Burrow said he's like fed up with people calling them the underdogs because they're not. They keep winning. At this point, I think they've proven. Maybe for this season, sure, you can call them that, whatever, because it's going to be a tough game, and it was a tough game this past Sunday. But next season, we're not underdogs anymore, man. No, they're going to be people hopping on the bandwagon That's next what I'm season. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> everyone loves. I think I'm going to post this on my story. I have a screenshot of this. It's a Bengals bandwagon application. Mm-hmm. Everyone <laughs> loves Joe Burrow. Good, good reason to. I'm not here. gonna lie. Good reason to. Yeah, man is a baller. Like I said, if they win the Super Bowl, I'm buying a Joe. I was gonna buy a Joe Burrow jersey. I, me and mom were gonna. Don't they make get like special make Super Bowl jerseys? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah that's, with, I, that's what the, I've been holding out patch for. On. Yeah, I yeah. think I might invest. Yeah, like because no, they're gonna be a pretty penny. They're gonna be cool, but it'll be worth it. Buy cause, two because that's something I can just wear my whole life. Really. Yep. Yeah. But what player? Really cool. What player? Big decisions. <laughs> Hopefully they win because that'll make Dude. it even cooler. Bro, it would be cool. Can we just talk about, like, this is going to be, this, not next Sunday, but two Sundays from now, is going to be a slinging match. Did you see Matthew Stafford this uh, in the later game? You watched yeah, it? Yeah, did you watch it? It was yeah. good. Yeah. They were, I mean, yeah, he was a bit more, like, reckless. It ended up okay in the end, but, like, <laughs> you guys got something. I think up. I Matthew think I found Stafford I, was, was terrible ball, under like, pressure. It was like seven or above yards every single time. You guys have fun guarding Cooper Cup. So I yeah, think really? I found the kicking stat. Uh, Robbie Gold is 18 for 18 in the playoffs. Oh, I don't think he can make wow. it. Wow. Old but gold. That's why, because he'd be practicing overall like, or uh, over the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Overall. Overall. Oh, he can't hit no, Evan season. McPherson is going to break that record. Easy. Well, it's six. So if he has hit six in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hit six in the Super That'll Bowl, breaks bonkers. it in one season. Well, if we make it to the playoffs next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as he doesn't make six in a row. It's Shooter. It's Shooter, bro. I'm just shooter saying. McPherson, bro. So By next year, dude, we could be we could be sixty yards away from the field goal. And he I still just, might get it. I just can't wait I've for the report so to come out. But if Evan's he doesn't, out. then he has to completely restart. 18's harder. Than you know what? Think. We'll get it up again. Yeah, that's a, we'll just let, let it do. There. This is a dynasty. We're a yeah, dynasty now. It's a dynasty. Well, we can't be a dynasty until we win again. Can't be a dynasty win until we get if we make it to the Super Bowl and win. Now we're a dynasty. Well, even if we no, you have to got to win multiple. You have to win multiple, or at least you have to be there more than once within like. Two, three years. Fair. That's how you get a dynasty. Because okay. okay. that's what they're saying. The Chiefs might have been a dynasty if they beat us. Because they, they might have had a. You know the greatest game. dynasty of all time. I don't want to hear it. Don't the say Qing it. Dynasty you already know. China. I already do know. Big old Pittsburgh <laughs> baby. Ching dynasty. Four of their Super Bowls they won in six years. <laughs> they went ham. Doesn't Tom the Brady have more Super Packers? Bowls than the Steelers? Yeah, but okay. Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than everyone. A million Bowls times too. the Bengals. <laughs> You got to have a million Bengals franchises in Tom Brady's house. Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than everyone. Yeah, so he's the best dynasty ever. What is it, ever. seven? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's seven. Tom dynasty. Tom has seven. Is he, is he done? Yeah, is he retired? I don't know. Uh, I hope uh, he I hope is. Not. Adam Scheffner jumped again on that yeah, one. Yeah, really. I think, I think they messed that up because I saw like a yeah. thousand posts. Yeah, all saying goodbye and yeah. then... I want him out. to say like I want him to say like this is my last season so I can make a point, yeah. watch a couple Brady games and just like no. vast in the glory. I was going to say... Even when the post came out, I'm like, "Why would he like retire like this? Yeah. He has literally one of the best to ever do it, and yeah. this is how you retire." Really, you could yeah. say he's retiring in his prime. Yeah, yeah. He put up insane numbers last I, season. Yeah, he's not showing signs of slowing down at all. Really, I think he should like just set a day, like set a year. Yeah, like four years down the line. Like, yep, I'm gonna well, retire. He said he wants to play until he's 45, and so he's got one more year to do that. Yeah, I don't know. 45 he's, next season. He's so competitive. I don't. That's no one. Don't worry. All right. It'll come around. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I think we hit a cap, aka uh, Devin hit the. the <laughs> I don't, button I don't think I did, him. but the clip cut. We off. don't know what y'all heard. Exactly. Um, but it's time then. Yeah, we're getting up yeah, in the time. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll catch you all next week. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Peace.